0: hello and welcome to another vertigo voices good morning i'm colby
1: and i'm sophia
0: and today we are going to be watching the pilot episode of swamp thing but what swamp thing not that swamp thing the one that we've already done no, the other swamp thing. No, not that one. Not the cartoon one. The other one. The live action one. But not that live action one. The first live action one. No, not the the fucking Wes Craven movie. The other no, not the fucking Jim Wernowski movie. The TV show. The one with Dick Durock. Yeah, no, not the movie with Dick Durock. The show with Dick Durock. A swamp thing.
1: Thank God you have it straight, because I was
0: yeah. going to ask you, which Swamp Thing is this again? Yeah, watch a Swamp Thing. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah, um, I don't think we have any news, because we covered a ton of news last time. The only news is I, I'm six episodes into Sweet Tooth. And it's and still very Netflix. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Very different than the comic. The characters are mostly the same. The setting is largely the same, but there's... Uh, it's a very different journey that the characters go on and just a very different world. Okay. I mean, even that No, the world's kind of the same. It's just a different point of view. All right. Much more lighthearted or whatever. I don't know.
1: Do you think I should read the comic before I watch the series? Wouldn't no. hurt. <laughs> no, it
0: would not. Because, like, I'm, I'm reading the comic as, or rereading the comic as I'm watching it. So just, I don't know. It, it, they diverge enough that it's not like you're, one's going to spoil the other. But at the same time, it probably wouldn't hurt to have a frame of reference so that you can see where they're different and where they're the same. And, I don't know, see the characters. A, a lot of the characters are the same. You know, there's the main character, Gus, and his dad, uh, played by Will Forte, who, we'll, we'll talk about it more. But I like his dad way more in the show than I did in the comic. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Tommy Jeppard is like his kind of guardian who has a vastly different point of view between the comic and the and the show and then there's this doctor named Singh, and this general named abbott they're all characters in both and there's this little pig girl whose name i can't remember it's in both this little beaver boy (laughs)
1: pig girl and beaver boy yeah
0: they both have names but i can't remember
1: (laughs) sounds like they should have their own comic
0: yeah the adventures of pig girl and beaver boy coming soon from (laughs) vertigo comics yeah because vertigo's back if only yeah Someday, Someday. We they, DC will notice the massive mistake they made in th- uh, forming multiple new mature readers' imprints instead of just sticking with the one that they had that was awesome. Right. <laughs> here,
1: here. But as we dive in today, so which version is this again?
0: <laughs> this? Uh, you'll see. It'll, it'll be clear in a few seconds which version we're watching. Don't worry. So I already queued it up because the opening uh, titles to this are annoying. So I just went ahead and queued it up. So we're going to hit play in three, two, one, go. All right. Here we go.
1: In the beginning.
0: <laughs> the angel Lucifer. Let's catch <laughs> We're watching Lucifer. No. <laughs> no. You fucking idiot. No. i got you good. No. 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 <laughs> No!
1: <laughs> oh, fuck you very much! <laughs> oh! Oh! I thought we had a relationship built on trust. God damn you! So
0: there's Tom Ellis as Lucifer driving around listening to uh, the KG Elephant song that was in Borderlands. God. Oh, I forgot to turn subtitles on.
1: It's fine. It's fine. We're not missing anything.
0: No, I want subtitles on. Hold on. <laughs> just right there. All I gotta do is hit
1: on. I should have known as soon as you said. I I skipped the opening credits, because I (laughs)
0: don't
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you're satisfied with yourself.
0: Alright, sorry, now it's gonna restart. So, okay, who's doing? Now, go! Hit play!
1: (laughs) Piracy is not a victimless crime, but
0: This is an item. I planned this weeks ago. Couldn't (laughs) wait. Yeah, you know, Rest for the Wicked by KG Elephant. And they can use that song whatever they want, but it's always going to be the song from Borderlands.
1: I haven't seen Borderlands. It's a
0: video game. Oh. Although the movie is filming right now. Um, Eli Roth is making the movie based on it. And literally just a few days ago, put out a bunch of character pictures, kind of, like silhouettes of the characters. So anyway, uh, this song is really overused now, but it better be in the movie, Borderlands.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get Cage the Elephant that uh, royalties money. Uh, Okay, all right, so yes. Tom
0: Ellis driving around in his car, just being Tom Ellis.
1: Well, I, I will say that the best thing this show has going for it is indeed Tom Ellis. Guy's got charm for days. Yeah,
0: exactly. And you need that for this character, um, and you know, in the beginning, this kind of lured me into thinking, like, "Hey, this would be pretty decent." He's in Lux, the nightclub. Well, he's not there yet, but you know, he acts like a like a lovable dipshit here. And uh, right,
1: he's this charming rogue, ne'er do well. Yeah. Got a great accent. Yeah, I like to punish people too, or at least I used to. See, there's so many things you could do with this show. And you know, granted, if you've never read the comics and you watch this, fine. I guess. Anyway.
0: Well, I mean, even that, like, it's it, it's still just a paint by numbers, cop drama, you know. Like, there's there's really there there's nothing special about this show.
1: And that's okay. Now, since I'm all excited, and that's the thing, it's not even a good. Paint-by-numbers cop drama, yeah. which we will get into the more we... But
0: listen. are there any good ones? <laughs> I mean, fuck, they're all the same. Law and Order. The original Law and Order. It's <sighs> what, fun. Like, 30 years ago when it was yeah, fun? absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, now, there, there are so many of these on the air. Right. Who the fuck cares? Like, my, my friend Bear likes to call them, uh, like, boomer masturbation material. <laughs>
1: boomer masturbation
0: Because it's just, it's just old old white people watching this being like, fucking cops, man, they're... They're out there solving the big crimes.
1: <laughs> well, a lot of them now just feel, like, gratuitously violent for violence's sake. Like, not even, and I don't... Yeah, hey, I've got
0: them. no problem with that. I, 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 say, I wish they would be more gratuitously violent. At least then it'd be interesting. It's just, it's safe old person violence. Yes. It's the, it's the kind of violence that that a grandma can be like, oh, goodness. But but won't look away from. <laughs>
1: Like I don't want to watch it, but I can't. If
0: there it. was actually one of these shows that was like about a serial killer that showed like somebody getting disemboweled or something, I'd <laughs> be like, "Fuck yeah, that's cool." Holy okay, shit! Yeah.
1: They went there.
0: There's the Lux.
1: Hmm. Uh, I. Where did they film this? They didn't film it in L. A.
0: This, I think, the pilot was. Oh, okay. Because the... I mean, you could see the Tower Records in the background there. True. In that scene
1: establishing <laughs> shot. And then the rest is like Vancouver, isn't I it? I have no. Idea. Isn't that where they film all subpar, mediocre series nowadays? Yeah,
0: probably. But, I mean, there's a good chance it was filmed in L.A. too. There's a lot of, like, beach shooting later on in the series.
1: True. We do get some beach scenes. Let's see.
0: Lucy Fur. That's another thing. I hate the fact that they all call him Lucy. It's like his nickname. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: way to defang your protagonist. (laughs) Just give him the most stupid, effete nickname you can. (laughs) Pilot was shot in Los Angeles. The rest of the first season was filmed in Vancouver with some exterior filming in L.A. So we were both right.
1: There
0: you go. <laughs> production relocated to California during the third season, though.
1: Okay. Well,
0: so makes sense for them to go. Season four was also shot in L.A. as well as Burbank Studio Lot. So $35 million on production. Huh. That's pretty cheap.
1: Yeah,
0: that's why. <laughs> that's why it's still going.
1: In the grand scheme of things.
0: What The second half of the fifth season just came out, I think, a couple weeks ago on Netflix.
1: Is it the fifth season? Yeah. Okay.
0: There was three seasons on network TV, then it got canceled, and Netflix bought it. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just introduced Mazikeen, although they don't really call her that. They only ever call her Maze. Yeah. And then here's Amenadiel, who oddly they always call him by his full name. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get a nickname, like right. Maze or Lucy. Manny. Yeah, <laughs> and then with Maze and Amenadiel and Lucifer here, all three in the scene, we have now exhausted all the characters from the comics <laughs> who are on the show.
1: And we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah.
0: They also give him a really weird superpower in here or whatever. You know, he's got, like, the power to make people tell the truth when he looks at them. Right. And it's just so weird. It's so, like... Dumb and on the nose, (laughs) you know? I, I,
1: I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of nice things to say, people. I really am. I guess you could kind of make the argument that, you know, like in the comics, because a big part of the comics is, is he's like, no, I don't, I'm not some evil little character sitting on people's shoulders, directing their actions. You know, people just do what they're going to do. And he, they kind of adapted it in this, and the idea that like he can just get you to tell him your innermost fantasies, like that.
0: Um, Towards the end of the first season, they actually uh, they actually adapt that Neil Gaiman speech that he gives mm-hmm. about uh, about not. Like, I've never forced anyone to do anything that they didn't want to do, right? And like, well, what what use is a soul to me? You know, exactly. <laughs> that that whole scene is adapted in this only instead of talking to dream i think it was uh instead of talking to him he's talking to his therapist in this mm-hmm. played by rachel harris
1: <laughs> what else is she in
0: she's in a lot of stuff she's a comedian she's been in a million things
1: because i i like her i mean
0: i just remember she used to be on best week ever all the time because in our first episode mm-hmm. i quoted her about uh diamonds and, shit. <laughs> diamonds and shit if you put diamonds and shit it doesn't make the shit better you just get shitty diamonds <laughs>
1: <laughs> she is not wrong uh,
0: she was referring to Britney Spears and Kevin Federline <laughs> at the time.
1: <laughs> also, an excellent metaphor for <laughs> diamonds and shit. <laughs> yeah. Works both ways. Now, okay, uh, this is I'm absolutely going to play armchair director here, creator, whatever. But if you're going to do this into a like a police procedural, why not? it would be so much more interesting just to have Looser decide to come to Earth and, hey, you know what? I'm going to be, like, a private detective, you know, or, or a cop. Like, work on the side of justice. Ha ha, isn't that amusing? But, no, he's just a club owner.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, if you take that away, then it's not that comic book anymore. Like, that, this is what ties him to that comic, is the fact that he owns the Lux, and that he abandoned Hell, and obviously, I mean, this was optioned by the studio from Warner Brothers or DC or whatever uh, so it, it you know you have to have those ties to the source material.
1: You know it's, it's the writer's job to come up with a way I'm sure they could have done it.
0: <laughs> well but I mean I'm saying that if you change too much then it's no longer an adaptation. Well, so if, if you're changing his, uh, his reason for being there and his like background and everything then it's literally it could be any take on the devil. But this was specifically sold to the studio from Vertigo or DC or Warner or whoever as an adaptation of the comic. So if you're going to do that, you have to adapt certain aspects of it. I guess. I'm I'm telling you, legally, that's how it has to be. (laughs) Like I'm not, uh, I'm not just coming up with shit out of my ass. (laughs) I understand your point, but if that's what they did, then it would no longer be an adaptation of Lucifer. And for better or worse... That's that's what this is.
1: And that's what we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Legality is such a slippery eel.
0: She's dead. I'm so sad. <laughs> I've never seen a human die before.
1: I had such a strong bond with
0: that character. It's one of the things that bugs me about this too. Is just like you know he's got that like aloof otherworldliness, and I get that. Uh, um like I, I, I get that because he is otherworldly, but at the same time, like he is a part of humanity. Like he's been with humanity since humanity has existed, and it, it's supposed to be like like he was first, and like the, at the beginning. I don't know. Is it is it later? I don't know. He when he bribes the cop, or maybe it comes later. When oh yeah yeah, it's when he's with Decker, and he he tries to throw that guy off the roof, and she's like, "You can't do that." He's like, "Why not?" He's like, "Cause it's illegal." Like, well, the fucking devil would know what's illegal and what's not. not. Not just because he's been living on Earth, but it's one of those, like, like if nothing else, uh, he would know the laws so that it's more fun when people break it and he gets to punish them or whatever.
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: <laughs> but, like, aloofness only works so far.
1: Well, and there is a difference between aloofness and stupid. <laughs>
0: it's true. Also, I don't buy her as a cop even for one second.
1: Not at all. Not at and all.
0: Especially her backstory, like she used to be like a fucking like like titty movie star, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and now she's a cop. Like, yeah, name me one <laughs> fucking Skinamax queen <laughs> who ended up going into law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, you can you can tweet it at him on Twitter, folks. But no, yeah. Well, okay. And this is the other thing. And I know, I know, it's kind of a low blow because you know. Women support each other and shit and you shouldn't comment on another woman's looks. And if a woman wants to get cosmetic surgery, it's none of my goddamn business. But her forehead does not move throughout this entire series. Like seriously. Like you watch it and her when her eyebrows go up, they don't go up. Like her eyes just get bigger <laughs> because
0: a little bit of Botox here and there.
1: And that's fine. That's fine. But, like, when you're an actor, you're supposed to express.
0: Yeah. And she's, she's probably really... Because, I mean, she's got a pretty big forehead. So she's probably really self-conscious about that. So they probably either, like, digitally smooth it out. <laughs> or uh, or she just uses a lot of Botox.
1: <laughs> See, I don't think she has a big forehead, though. I have a big
0: forehead. I mean, it's 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 prominent. She doesn't, like, because of her hairline... It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, what's the word for that? <laughs> it's just straight across, you know? Mm. So because of that, it, makes, it just, it's not, it's not like ugly big or weird big. It's a human forehead. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's just bigger than some actors or whatever. It's probably about the same size as Tom Ellis's, realistically, <laughs> but his has wrinkles. <laughs> right, right,
1: exactly. But
0: yeah, um, now that you mentioned that though, like I can almost see the, her being self-conscious about it.
1: Well, it's just such a strange thing because, again, like you're supposed to be acting, you're supposed to be emoting, and that's so weird when your face doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't buy either that there's another episode here where she talks about how she missed out on her prom. Yeah. And supposedly she went to high school in the 80s, which, you know, again, I call bullshit. It's a small thing. It's not that big a deal. But yeah, you look at her and she looks like she's, you know, 29, 28. Like she did not go to high school, you know, when uh, porkies was a thing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, it's just like, I, I don't buy that she's had two careers. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Or that she has a daughter that's like eight years old.
0: I mean, I could get that, but she wouldn't have had the daughter when, like, like, you can have a daughter whenever, but, you know, like, as long as, long as you're old enough to have kids, you can have a kid. Yeah, but so. uh, but having a daughter is the least weird thing between her being, like, uh, a softcore porn star and a cop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Again, it, yeah, it's a small thing. It's a small thing, but you have to wonder. It's like, well, because she looks so young, it's like, well, did, did she have the kid when she was doing softcore porn? Yeah. Maybe. No judgment. Yeah.
0: The other lead, uh, Kevin Alejandro, this came out right after, like probably the season after he was on Arrow. He played Brother Blood on a season of Arrow. Oh. So I I just like to pretend that uh, Brother Blood faked his death and then moved to L.A. and became a cop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because he wanted to be in this show somehow more than Arrow.
0: (laughs) Well, he was only in a one season, he was just a one season villain on Arrow. (laughs) And this he gets to be uh, a co lead, you know. Current character. Yeah, he's Andrew. in he's in all se- all five seasons, I think.
1: I yeah, yeah he is. is Is he okay? I've been so spotty in actually finishing this. I think I've seen like seasons one through three.
0: Before. I'm about three quarters of the way through three right now. It's the one with Cain and Abel. That's right. Man. Well, Cain. What's uh? Tom Welling plays Cain. Abel's in one episode, played by Lauren Lapkus.
1: Lauren Lapkus, who's yeah. that?
0: She's a comedian. You've seen her in a lot of stuff. She was in Jurassic World.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Hold on one second. You keep talking. I'm going to fix that fucking door.
1: <laughs> well, I guarantee you what's happening with the door is much more interesting than what's happening on screen right now.
0: Isn't that... <laughs> isn't that gray? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. It, hold on. Isn't, isn't the gray-haired guy that he's talking to right there, isn't that the cousin from Mad About You?
1: It might be.
0: Was it cousin Ira? Was that his name? I think so. Mad about <laughs> you. It's definitely not the cop from Baywatch.
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Only you would pick up on that. No, it, it looks like him.
0: Hunt Murray. God damn it! Where's your? Where's cousin Ira? <laughs> Ira. There we go. Uh-huh. John Pankow. Let's see if it was him. That looks like him. Those are TV. Is that TV? Oh, movies. TV. Yeah, wait, what is this? Oh, that's oh, stage. Oh, okay. <laughs> movies, TV. This would have been twenty fifty. Yeah, Lucifer ah! played Jimmy Barnes in two episodes of Lucifer.
1: There he is.
0: Look at that, cousin Ira.
1: All right, you make that Lucifer money, cousin.
0: Yeah, this show like has has cast a lot of like. I don't know, past their prime TV film actors. (laughs) Because you can always tell who the killer is this week because it's the biggest name that they could get for the week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good point, good point.
0: Like every middling cop drama. (laughs) I wonder who the killer would be. Huh. Wasn't Jamie Kennedy on an episode of this? Was he? I swear he was.
1: I might have just blanked that from my mind. Maybe
0: it was somebody else. Jamie Kennedy... Yeah, the chef Jamie Kennedy. That's what I meant.
1: <laughs> <Jeez>. Of course.
0: <laughs> Fuck you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <clears throat> I th- oh, God damn it. I think he was. Let me see. Jamie Kennedy.
1: Yeah, oh, there he is. There he is, Lucifer. <laughs> yeah! uh-huh.
0: And Andy Kleinberg in the episode Stewardess Interruptus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very well then. Huh. See? It takes all sorts.
0: Did you hear about the like religious movie he was in last year, Jimmy Kennedy, called oh. Roe v. Wade? It's oh, like an it anti-abortion right. political movie. And somebody interviewed him like, how did you, like, why are you in this? <laughs> and he was basically, A, paycheck's a paycheck. B, uh, I had really no idea how crazy these people were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gave a good donation to Planned Parenthood.
0: <laughs> it's jamie kennedy he gave a good donation to jamie kennedy's rent fund
1: (laughs) that's fair (laughs) like you said at the end of the day you gotta make that money
0: that's it have you ever seen the specials he's really good in that it's from 2000
1: it's been a while but yeah it rings a bell
0: he plays Amok. Amok. a superhero who's made of antimatter
1: who directed that
0: i don't know it was written by james gunn okay The director was somebody, I don't know, he's done other stuff, but nothing huge. Craig Mazin. Mazin.
1: Oh, you you, uh, tweeted, no, you said something about this film a while back.
0: It's really fucking good.
1: All right, well, that's what we should be watching. He
0: directed, no, never mind. He wrote, (laughs) he's only directed two movies, The Specials and Superhero Movie. Yeah. So he definitely has a niche he does (laughs) one of those movies is significantly better than the other Mm
1: -hmm. the
0: specials is the one (laughs) he also wrote Borderlands the movie adaptation of Borderlands that's fucking weird that all comes back (laughs) full circle yeah so the Borderlands cast Kate Blanchett Kevin Hart Jamie Lee Curtis Jack Black uh, Edgar Ramirez Gina Gershon Cheyenne Jackson uh da, 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 people i don't know a <laughs> Pendulette. <laughs> gosh
1: that's a pretty good cast. yeah
0: and directed by eli roth
1: oh eli i've got mixed feelings on him
0: i think he's a good director like he has a good eye and he's a an interesting dude not all of his movies are great <laughs>
1: but i would i love to hear him talk about
0: movies. yeah exactly mm-hmm. He's a really smart guy. He is. This is the part where I was talking about earlier. She's like, you can't just throw someone down the balcony. What? <laughs> so oh, you- heavens! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have no idea!
0: Dear me! <laughs> See,
1: that's... That's what makes this show not work as a police procedural either, because for whatever reason, she lets this total civilian tag along with her to all of these crime scenes. And...
0: Well, so does Lestrade and Sherlock Holmes. That's different. That's Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) (laughs) Lucifer Holmes. Lucifer
1: Holmes.
0: Sherlock Lucy.
1: (laughs) Yee. Oh, don't give him any ideas.
0: I mean, that's essentially what this is. It's the, the fucking straight man and then the wacky one, the Sherlock and Watson, the one who's by the books and the one who's, you know, out there the rebel yeah the rebel and it's just like it's such a stupid dynamic between those two that it's obvious and again it's just it's not not original no no it's weird that they took the comic book lucifer and turned it into a cop drama (laughs) like a police procedural
1: like i don't get it they they could have made it something well just not exactly like the comic but there's Threads of story throughout yeah. the whole comic that you know you could use and make really interesting and fascinating in a whole new world. And why wouldn't you do that?
0: That said, for what it is, I will give it credit for a having a sense of humor, mm-hmm. like it's a show that doesn't take itself too seriously. True. Um, and b the longer it goes, the more it infuses the kind of supernatural elements into the storylines. I think that should have been at the forefront from the beginning. Like it should be like the fact that it's fucking Lucifer should be the main reason you're watching the show. Right. <laughs> Not right. to see him solve crimes with an ex porn star or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well a while back when we talked about this and you know, I Um, I went home and I thought about it and then I was like oh well you know I do love the comic a lot and maybe I'm being too hard on an adaptation if you haven't read the comic book before then um, it really doesn't matter and then like that very same night I learned that they had filmed a musical episode and I was like fuck you burn it with fire
0: the funny thing is that like this last season is getting really good reviews is it really? yeah like the uh, I can't I can't remember if it was a musical episode or a different one but the AV Club gave it an A like one of their recent episodes. Now I gotta look that up. A V Club Lucifer Lucifer Lucy. <laughs> uh, I don't know which episode it was, but a lot, the couple that I'd looked at recently, they were giving like there's a B for the finale. Okay. Um, hold on, let me find just look at the whole season at once if their page wasn't so fucking annoying <laughs> all right last episode b episode before that a episode before that a minus episode before that b plus a b a a minus b plus uh that's the uh, musical episode it wasn't a solid a solid a okay. b plus a minus C plus, <laughs> A minus, A, B, A minus, A minus, A minus, A, A minus, A minus. Goodness That's gracious. more than just the fifth season, I think. The fifth season was only 10 episodes. It's one 10. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the last couple seasons are better than the others.
1: Okay, okay. Well, you know, like I said, I haven't seen all the seasons, so I can't. I can't drag it that
0: yeah, hard. Yeah, I'm. I've only ever seen the Fox episodes. I haven't seen any of the Netflix ones. Um, I'll, I will eventually. I mean, I'm sure it has to be better on Netflix. It's still probably nothing amazing, but it's got to be better.
1: Um, maybe
0: without. I mean, just just the fact that it doesn't have standard TV guidelines and censorship. You know, the fact that you can do a Lucifer show where they say fuck every once in a while or or show a butt, you know,
1: (laughs) you can play around more.
0: Evidently, that was Tom Ellis's number one thing. As soon as they went to Netflix, he said the very first episode of the first Netflix season is his bare ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Give the viewers what
0: they want. Which is kind of like, have you ever seen the show The Killing with uh, Muriel Enos, I think is her name, and Joel Kinnaman? I've heard of it, but I it was on it. AMC and it was uh, like a cop drama. Better than this. <laughs> like yeah. solving a murder mystery. Um, after, I think, three seasons, it got canceled. And then the next season, its final season, it was on Netflix. And Joel Kinnaman said the first thing he heard or he thought of when he said it was like, I can finally say fuck. <laughs> and so the first episode of the first Netflix season is, like, a follow-up of what happened. Like, the end of the last season, they kill someone. So then the first episode of the Netflix season is them, like, cleaning up after the murder. And they go, like, it's just quiet, them cleaning, and then they go back to home, and they're, like, sorting everything out, and Joel Kinnaman looks down at his sleeve, and there's, like, a little bit of blood on it. And he just goes, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Oops! (laughs) I just love the idea that he, he wanted to say fuck so bad, so that was the first line they gave him. <laughs> Got creative. Oh, there's Trixie, a real child named Trixie. Like, real children are named.
1: Yeah. I thought that was only cartoon dogs in Disney movies, like Lady and the Tramp. And strippers. <laughs> and strippers. Yeah.
0: Don't they make that a joke about that? About, like, she sounds like a stripper or whatever? Everybody calls me Trixie.
1: But her, her real name's Beatrice.
0: That's a hooker's name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ask your mother. Oh, dear. Oh, um, that reminds me oh, several episodes back in our podcast, I can't remember which one it was, but I made some offhand comment about how the later seasons turn Lucifer into a dad. And someone who is a big Lucifer fan, this acquaintance I know, um, told me and they're like, "Well, actually, no, that's just he goes to therapy with Trixie." And I was like, "Yeah, that's still fucking stupid." When when does that happen? I, it's, it's something like in season four or something the like that. Season you haven't seen? Yes, season I haven't okay. seen.
0: Because gotcha. <laughs> I was like, it definitely hasn't happened in what I've seen so far.
1: But it's like, again, that's why that character exists. And don't get me wrong, I I love a feel-good uh, parental child moment in film or television when it's done right. But this, like, child actors who are just there to play really precocious kids who are, like, somehow smarter and more mature about really intense emotional situations than the adults, it's like, that's so overplayed.
0: It's so overdone. We were talking about big foreheads earlier. Look at Kel- Kevin Alejandro. Look at his face. This is a really, really big face.
1: He does have a very broad
0: it's, it's very, it's face. Very, no, it's long. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. It's like it's like twice the size of Tom Ellis's face. You can fit two Tom Ellises from uh, forehead to chin on <laughs> <By> Kevin Alejandro.
1: <laughs> yeah, and see, I don't buy that Kevin Alejandro and this woman are like the same age. Yeah. They're peers. Well, I don't
0: know. They maybe. I have no idea how old each of them are. Neither do I. Let's see. Let's see if you're right or not. Oh, fuck. I closed that. <laughs> um, Wikipedia Lucifer. Wikipedia Lucifer. Wait, like maybe she
1: was a freshman when he was a senior, but I think that's kind of generous.
0: Let's see. Let's find out. Lauren German was born in 2002? <laughs> no. <laughs> so she's 42. Okay. Kevin Alejandro, she is way older than I thought she was, is, it's all the Botox. Kevin Alejandro is 45.
1: Oh, so okay. They're close. they closer than I thought. Probably
0: met in college.
1: Probably. <laughs> On the set of whatever film that
0: was. So she's 42, I mean now, this was what, four years earlier, so she's in her late 30s. Yeah.
1: So,
0: uh, I guess that would be plenty of time to have a kid, I mean, Kind of late having a kid (laughs) who's like seven or whatever old she's supposed to be.
1: I I guess you know, start she had had, her
0: She was in her early to mid thirties when she had a kid.
1: Yeah. I mean She had her film career in her twenties.
0: I guess. (laughs) (laughs) but that doesn't that's not I don't care that she was in a film had a film career in a kid. Uh, yeah. You you can have both. It's just weird that she had a film career and then she's now like a detective. It takes a long time
1: to become a detective. It really really does.
0: You have to go through like like college and then like uh excuse me. Like police academy, which none of that really takes that long. But then you also have to like put in your time as a beat cop and all that.
1: You have to work your way up the ranks. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I've been mean, the the miracles of Hollywood.
0: But now now that I find out she's in her 40s, like yeah, that's definitely some Botox going on there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and again, if someone wants to comment about how, you know, I'm getting down on another woman's looks, I'm not. She's a beautiful woman. That's, it's, she wants to use Botox. I totally understand. She works in an industry that is really afraid of casting women with wrinkles and, you know, uh, in lead roles. Much less lead roles where they get to be sexual and, you know, interesting. But, again, her eyebrows don't fucking move. <laughs>
0: You talked about her being sexual. Like, she seems so chaste to me in this. Like, like I've never once even considered that she was sexual, even though she has a kid, and that she's got, like, you know, uh, Cinemax nudie movies in her background. That's true. It's still, like, there's nothing, like, they try really hard to make her non-threatening quote. <laughs> and it, just, it feels really weird. Because, again, like, maybe that's one of my hang-ups, too, is that... I don't feel like that would be in her background if she's this closed off and conservative,
1: right? she must have some very strong denial issues
0: yeah, there. I guess. Well, but uh, going back for one second, when you're talking about Lucifer being a dad and like how they put Trixie in here just to like kind of soften him up, you see that a lot in that like they they feel like to make a character grow, they have to be like a closed off bad guy to like a good guy who's nice to kids or whatever right. <laughs> whereas in the comic books lucifer grows quite a bit but like just i don't know more intelligent exactly. <laughs> more more well-rounded and like you don't you don't have to have such an obvious chart of you know whatever uh, graph of growth
1: mm-hmm.
0: it just seems really obvious in a tv show like this like oh he's like the fucking th- it's the devil but now we'll make him like Nice to kids.
1: <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. Fucking take the little girl to a recital or something. <laughs> and it's like the same thing with, with uh, Mazakine. who like has the worst character development ever in this because she's just so stupidly goofy, goofily evil. I'm yes. like, oh, I'm gonna, uh, what, you mean your fucking kid can't play with my knives? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: like, you know, the very first time we see her in this series, like, she's got some guy under the bar giving her head. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, ooh, oh, dear, how scandalous. naughty. And it's just like, ah, Mazikeen in the comics is so cool. She is just, she, and she's complicated. Yeah. And, um,
0: well, and she's very reserved. Like, she, she's like the decker of the comic. She is. And that she's, she's much more, like, she doesn't have all her cards laid out on the table. And she's not that, like, aloof goof who's... You know, just stupid. Um, uh, I I feel like they... I don't know. I feel like they didn't know what they were doing when they were adapting those two characters. Or creating one. Like, they needed a straight man for Lucifer. Instead of using Mazikeen, they created a new character. Right. Since it had to be a cop drama. Mm
1: -hmm. And a female, so we could have a love story.
0: It could have still been a detective story with Lucifer and Mazikeen. Yes! Just like traveling around solving supernatural crimes. Yes. That would have been way more interesting. And it could have been, could have still been cheap. Right. Like you could have kept it, kept it low on the budget and kept filmed it all in fucking Vancouver or whatever. <laughs> so plenty of supernatural shows filmed in Vancouver. Probably supernatural.
1: <laughs> Being the biggest <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs>
0: sure that was filmed in Vancouver.
1: <laughs> oh, it totally was. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And the President of the United States
0: I don't know what's going to, he just walked into a film set, I guess.
1: Yeah. And see, that's the thing. This is a police procedural and he does shit like this all the time. Yeah. He just walks right into yeah. you know a situation or a scenario where a cop would
0: not. But that's the that's the core of cop dramas, though. Is the, the, the cop who doesn't play by the rules. But damn it, he gets results. <laughs> but that's the thing. He's not a
1: cop, he's exactly. a fucking club owner. Exactly. But he's friends with a cop. <laughs> Somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah. and well and to in regards again to their dynamic and this is also a totally overused trope and it falls in line with what you said about you know the bad guy who has to have something to soften him up like a precocious innocent, you know yeah. funny child. Um, it's the um, what she represents and she is purity, she is chastity. Um, and for whatever reason in popular culture that just, you know, Makes a bad man good again.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a tale as old as time, though. That's not, oh, it is. Not even just modern pop culture. That's fucking ancient.
1: <laughs> oh, true, true. Yeah, that goes back a long way. And that, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But again, like you alluded to, it doesn't mean she's an interesting character. Yeah.
0: It's just, it's tropey. This whole thing is really tropey. Right. And now that I put that bug in my ear about Lucifer and Mazikeen solving crimes like fuck man that literally just came to me and I really wish that had been what the show was
1: (laughs) I would probably be into it a lot more just
0: putting the supernatural more at the forefront makes it more interesting immediately
1: right right the whole you could they could have done like at least several seasons about them um trying to reconcile the supernatural with life on earth and the fact that you know um, all of these different entities, um, Manny included, no, wrong angel, excuse yeah. me. Um, you know, want him to come back to hell like that. Instead we have like a memorial to a dead oh. pop
0: star. You just said that cause that was just on screen for a second.
1: I did. That's actually not
0: important to the plot. It <laughs> <laughs> <And> has fuck all to do with the plot, which makes
1: this even more just.
0: Is that, I mean, it's, it's uh, world building. Oh. I get it.
1: Is that what it is? Yeah. No.
0: Because she died earlier. She's the reason, that her death is the reason Lucifer wants to be a cop.
1: You are so much more generous than I am. And that's
0: why! <laughs> she died in his arms for God's sake. And then he's like, oh, you need to be punished but the guy died so now he's all pissy and wants to go solve murders. Revenge! Yeah. Because that's the motivation for this thousands of year old creature is like one one insect died in front of him so now he's pissed off. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Well, you know, I guess you know, when you're bored with the uh, ruling in hell, you come to Earth and you play
0: Cops and Robbers. Serve not even in heaven <laughs> on <laughs> Earth. I guess so. I really wish, like, I wish that idea of him abandoning hell had come up more, too. Oh, totally. Like, it would be so cool to see, like, the key to hell and those two angels that take over, whose names I can't remember. Yeah. I just keep thinking of Zariel because he was a DC angel on the Justice League back when Grant Morrison was writing it. Grant Morrison's JLA is the best JLA. Did you ever hear about, about why Zariel was created? Do you know anything about Zariel?
1: I know of him, but I don't know why he was created.
0: So he was an angel on the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Morrison uh, came to DC and said, I want to do, I want, so I'm working on the JLA. Uh, I want Hawkman on the JLA. And they were like, you can't do Hawkman because Hawkman's got his own thing going on and his own book. And his backstory's fucking complicated and blah, blah, blah. I can't use it. So Morrison was just like, fuck it. I'll just make another character with wings. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Like, I, I need a wing dude on the team. So fuck it. I'll just do my own. And when Zariel is first introduced, Haw- uh, Hawkman, Aquaman sees him. And Hawk, or uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when Zariel's first introduced, Aquaman sees him. And Aquaman says, uh. Kadar, because that's uh, Hawkman's real name. <laughs> Hawkman, Hawkman, <laughs> and so like it was like a joke, almost like no, it's not Hawkman, but everyone like it should be. <laughs> no,
1: he, it, he wanted it to be very much.
0: So I was like, Zariel. Anyway, uh, what was I? Oh, I was looking up the angels, angels and Lucifer. It was um. I don't even know how to search for that. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause laughs> maybe the comic. Yes, yeah, good idea. Cuz so I just remember there it's like it's like Remiel maybe. Something like that. One of the villain angels in Zariel in JLA was named Asmodel. It's not him. This is going to take Oh, Duma. There's one Duma. Where did no, he go? Oh. Duma and Remiel. I was, ah. I, was, I was I was right about Remiel. You were. Yeah. I'm smart.
1: Very much so. Smarter than this show.
0: <laughs> oh no, not Ira from from Mad About You. He was the villain
1: this whole time?
0: The the easily like highest paid member of the cast for this episode? It's the villain?
1: <laughs> and and this this part too, where they're in these dangerous high-stakes situation that no civilian would be allowed in if a cop is doing their job right. Um And just like throughout this whole series, he like he tells her again and again, I'm the devil. I'm the devil, which is dumb. You'd think that she'd be like, "Okay, you know, a a straitjacket for you. You are not allowed to accompany me to any more suspect or witness interviews. But. And okay, and here she is shot because we all know that the lead actress is going to die in the first
0: episode. You don't know that she's the lead actress. Maybe she's just uh, for this. Like, it's Constantine. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, that one chick that was only in the first episode.
1: Lucy. Lucy.
0: Lucy Griffith.
1: Yes. Thank you. Because
0: she was also in Preacher.
1: That's right. The Vertigo
0: Adaptational Star.
1: <laughs> well, then she deserves a role in this somewhere. She deserves. Rah, rah, rah,
0: rah, rah, rah. His weird Hellraiser skinned. Look. <laughs> His. Peeled Yukon potato face, which that like that just goes against the idea of Lucifer. Like he's spo- his real look is beautiful and blonde, and you know, like yeah, that's the whole point. He's an angel. Uh, Lucy Griffiths, Griffiths, Griffiths. Uh, nope, no Lucifer. <laughs> She's on Shadow and Bone though. That new show.
1: I've heard a lot about that.
0: Good For her, for still acting after Constantine.
1: <laughs> Get it, girl.
0: Yeah. She was on Robin Hood, the British version. Oh, she was? Is she British?
1: Oh, she was made Marian?
0: I don't know. What? Robin? She's British. Uh, Yeah, she was made Marian. Made, huh. made own, 26 episodes. Well,
1: that's where I've seen her before. Okay.
0: Like, I've never seen that show. It's she was like, on True Blood, a couple seasons. She, she played that. Nora Gainsborough. Seasons five and six.
1: Ah, well, that's why I can't remember. Five and six. So. Yeah, everyone knows.
0: Those were the dumb seasons. I've never seen True Blood. I don't. We've had this discussion. That's right. All I know of True Blood is the fucking co- comic book ad from Comic Con.
1: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, good ad. First couple seasons are fun.
0: Probably it's like Spawn to me. I just I
1: you don't care. I don't have time. <laughs> no fucks given.
0: Probably have less vitriol for True Blood than Spawn. Yeah, mm. I don't know anything about the creator of True Blood, <laughs> so just well, gotta live and let live with True Blood. <laughs> I
1: will say that True Blood, at least for the first several seasons, had more dimension and tongue-in-cheek fun well spawn has no tongue-in-cheek fun but true blood did have a little bit more dimension than spawn
0: i have a spawn movie we could watch that (laughs) classic john (laughs) legazamo so that that may have been the first movie that i ever saw that i was like oh just because it's like action and a comic book and sci-fi like it can still be really shitty
1: Oh
0: yes, because I think I saw that when I was in like eighth grade. It, it, what I didn't see it in theaters, but it had like just come out on VHS or something, and I watched it and was like, I I remember watching it at my grandma's house when I was spending the night one time. and Just being like, oh fuck, this is bad. Like, this is <laughs> stuff stuff that I like can be bad, <laughs> and I, I like watched that and like steal in the same weekend, oh. and just like it maybe it wasn't the same weekend. It was probably the same month or whatever. seemed like. What the fuck is going on? Like is the world going crazy?
1: <laughs> Poor thing.
0: Like superheroes and comic books and movies, these should all be good. Why? Why are these not good?
1: Why is this so messed up?
0: Hey, call him Lucy. Oh,
1: Lucy. My hatred for you grows stronger with every visit. Which is like every time. And I wouldn't have it
0: any other way, pal. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to eating your heart one day. <laughs> They should just be like powdered wigged um, <laughs> fucking like ponces. <laughs> Dandies. <news>. Yeah. <laughs> well, heavens. CGI oh. coin. Mm-hmm. Real good effect there.
1: He's a- I sense your disapproval, man. What is it? <laughs> oh. His can are- Oh, gosh. Yeah. There's something different about her. Then I don't quite understand it, it vexes me! <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, see, that's what I mean. This, it's, it's, it's the whole, I've never met anybody like this before. <laughs> it's like, well, really?
0: You as as Lucifer? I'm glad that they actually addressed that eventually. What, in, like, second season? Like, she's not supposed to exist? You know? That's the thing. I can't yeah. remember that part. Yeah, uh, Amenadiel was supposed to kill her parents. Oh. Or something. I, maybe that's it, but he didn't, and that's why... Amenadiel's not on God's good side anymore because he, like, failed his mission. So her, because her existence makes something about losing. I don't remember. They go into it in the second season, and when they did that, I'm like, okay, that's not the most elegant thing, but at least they did provide an answer as to why she's different and why she, why his powers don't affect her or
1: whatever. Because it's a prophecy thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. She's the one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That sets it back on the rails for sure. <sighs> Good old
0: Jerry Beehimes.
1: <laughs> I hope, well, I'm not going to say I hope you're happy, Jerry. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. He
0: probably, um, Marco De Beltrami did the music for this. He did the music for both Quiet Place movies, because I just watched both of them back to back. Saw his voice? Yeah, he's in, huh. yeah. Hey, Neil Gaiman got credit. you see that?
1: I did not see that. I did see that. And, you know.
0: That's one thing. Like, Neil Gaiman has always been supportive of this show. He has. He's not not very involved. He's always been like, yeah, you know. Like, somebody commented on Twitter just the other day asking him, Hey, there's
1: Vertigo logo.
0: Yeah. Uh, Somebody on Twitter the other day asked him about casting Mazikeen in the Sandman TV show. And that like, hey, I can't wait to see uh, Mazikeen meeting Mazikeen. You know, like the act in Leslie Ann Brant's version meeting the version in uh, Sandman. And he commented, like, yeah, you know, someday that would be great to see. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's always been very vocally supportive of the show, even though, obviously, he has nothing to do with it. And, obviously, they just barely used his source material, or uh, Mike Carey's. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at least he's not angry. No, <laughs> no.
1: Well, I, I have to imagine that he got a good chunk of money for this too. Yeah, I'm sure he
0: got decent money, but again, he's not like working on it. So he's not, he's not, he's not a producer or anything. He just gets the, the residuals that you get for creating characters. Mm,
1: that's true. But no, you're right. He's very graceful and he's, he's just a classy guy. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, this isn't even my creation. I'm still frothing at the
0: mouth. <laughs> and it's funny too, that he, because I mean, technically speaking, he didn't create this character. No, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, he created the Sandman version of it, obviously. But it's just, it's funny to think the <laughs> there's a creator credit for the character of Lucifer, who's <laughs> been around since antiquity. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, d- does John Milton get a creator credit?
1: <laughs> Maybe he should. I don't know. Maybe
0: he should. <laughs> like like, uh, Gaiman has always said that the hell that exists in Sandman. He's like, that's definitely not my version of hell. That's just Milton. Mm -mm. Um, Because somebody asked him once, like, what's your vision of hell? And he said, just a blank black screen with no words on it. Because I can't think of anything to type. That's hell. (laughs) Damn. put it that way. Oh.
1: Well. Yeah, so we did the thing, folks.
0: Yeah. I I snuck in some Lucifer. Yeah. About that. Now my... uh, my deflection when you asked earlier about doing Lucifer makes more sense, doesn't <laughs> it? It
1: does. It does. You sneaky, <laughs> sneaky man. Uh,
0: so what are you going to give this? Is this a to go? Or is this a to slow? Or is it a to
1: stop? This is a Virto ver- dead on arrival for me. I just, if you like the show, folks, good on you. You know, you'll like it regardless of, you know, what I have to say. But... It doesn't work for me as a, a adaptation. It doesn't work for me as a police procedural. Again, the only thing I really feel like it has going on is some of the humor and Tom Ellis.
0: It's, it's a dumb, safe show for dumb people. <laughs> I and mean, that's, that's it. There's nothing wrong with, uh, with dumb entertainment. Not at all. Not at all. Um, but, uh, but, I mean, like, let's call it what it is. It's, uh, it's a dumb show. That has millions of fans because there's a lot of dumb people. (laughs) I'm not saying you can't be smart and like the show. Uh, I'm just saying that a lot of people who like it are probably dumb. And uh, math is not on your side if you're a (laughs) fan of the show. It's like, if you
1: like the show, fine. Like, I like a lot of dumb shit, too. But don't pretend that it's edgy yeah. or insightful or that it it uh, um, is dark and gritty because it's none of those things.
0: Yeah, and I like a lot of dumb shit, too. And I've made my piece that a lot of other fans of that dumb shit are dumb themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And again, I will even allow it, uh, the idea that if I had never read the comic books before, perhaps I might like this a smidge better, but I yeah. like to think I have more taste than that. Even
0: still, it's still, I mean, it's still dumb. It doesn't matter if it's based <laughs> on a comic or not. Right. It's like the Constantine movie. It still doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it's still
1: dumb. <laughs> That's true.
0: So yeah, I, I don't know. I i oscillate between to Slow and Verta Stop. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's not, it's not very good, but... It's tapped into something. It's got lots of fans. I, would, I will hesitate. Oh, So, okay, I'll give the pilot over to stop. The show in general, I won't judge until I've seen it all. Just because if the last two seasons really are pretty damn good, then I can't fault the earlier. Because, I mean, there's a clear split between the Fox stuff and the Netflix stuff. Yes. So if it does get markedly better, then yeah, I'll, give it, I'll give it a higher rating. But you can't just ignore the three seasons that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's never gonna be Verta Verta go. But it may be Verta slow. We'll see.
1: <laughs> it might chug along. Yeah.
0: I will get back to everyone on it.
1: <laughs> and to be fair, I probably will too. You can't review an entire series if you haven't seen the entire thing.
0: Well, I mean, right now we're just talking about the pilot. We so, are. But you know, I'm whatever. So to stop, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a brakes on. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I think next time we'll probably start digging into Sweet Tooth. Yay! Since that's on. Um, It's a better adaptation than this. Yeah, I hope to go. Probably just as many diversions, though. Mm -hmm. It's a very different story. Again, can't stress that enough. But it's the same overall story. Like, it's the same setting. Gotcha, yeah. You know, I don't think in the comic books Lucifer has ever ever been a cop. No,
1: no. Not to my recollection. But
0: Sweet Tooth has always been a post-apocalyptic story about a little boy on a journey.
1: There you
0: go. So, anyway, both the same. So, anyway, yeah, we'll do Sweet Tooth, and then, I don't know, something else after that.
1: All right. Stay tuned, folks.
0: We made it through Lucifer. Yay! Yeah. I love
1: you and fuck you very
0: much. We gotta do the (laughs) end of the show. Uh, Like and subscribe. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Vertigo Voices and Instagram, Vertigo Voices and let your voice be heard about how much the show is awesome and that you're the one smart person that likes it. Everyone else is dumb, but you're smart.
1: Right. Right. Tell me what I'm missing out on, please.
0: You're the smart person who hates that there's a black death, but it's not because she's black.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 And, and, Uh, Draw up that summary in in 40 characters It's it's
0: not because he's black I just don't like Change at all (laughs) Change sucks (laughs) Uh,
1: Wow, welcome to the human condition
0: (laughs) Uh, So yeah, anyway um, Email us at vertigovoices At gmail.com And I think we're good then Like and subscribe and fucking Give us five stars Because this is the best podcast ever Sure. Karen, Karen Berger said so. She did. Ringing indoors. That's exactly what she said. I think it was she had a tear in her eye. And she said, Colby, colpster that's what she calls me. It's, it's our thing. And uh, she said, you know, I'm so glad that someone carries on the, the torch that I lit all those years ago. She's like, in some ways, you're more important than me. <laughs> and you can tell people I said that. Because it's the truth. And I will say that if anyone asks. I'll probably coyly deny it a little bit, just to play along. Right. right but they'll see it in my eye. Because you are so humble. Yes. And that's that's the conversation that we had. And,
1: uh, Vertigo voices. The legends live on. Yeah.
0: So anyway, um was going to try to get to an hour, but whatever. We're close enough. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.